Welcome to Romance with a Cocktail. I'm Peter. And I'm Ashley. And we're married. married. See, yeah. now I, I don't do it until I see you start married so that you always do it with me. Good. See, that's evidence that I'm much like the main character of the novel we're going to be discussing today. Well, the love interest. In what way you um, they're, kind of withhold they're kind your of, feelings and your love? Or? Well, that and uh, I'm, you know, I challenge you in weird oh, and playful okay. ways. Oh, in playful ways. Some, I guess. They do. Um, they are very playful. Um, so today it's a special romance with the cocktail. We are going to be discussing um, Charlotte Bronte's Jane Eyre, and uh, this was published in 1847. Okay, and she is one of a trio of literary giants. Um, I didn't realize how much. It's like a generation after Jane I Austen. didn't either. That is later. I thought they were contemporaries, but I guess maybe they weren't. Anyway. Yeah, I guess not. But I thought I... Oh, so maybe they critiqued her, but she had already... Like, she wasn't writing when they were, but they critiqued her, Jane Austen, coming after her. You know, like, I yes. didn't... I was thinking of it as happening in the moment, yeah, but I, I guess it was after. Must um, have been. You know, it's also special because it's the first time we've ever recorded the podcast on a Wednesday. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you we're still trying to stick to our weeks, but, you know, you were on your adventure, so we had to wait until Wednesday. Yeah. Where was my of, adventure? You know, your adventure in Haiti. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was kind of weird reading uh, Jane Eyre in... Haiti. The oh, yeah? It didn't feel like the right setting for it? Um, it did not, yeah. I could see that. I mean, also, they don't really talk so kindly of people who are not from England in mm -hmm. this book. I don't know if you noticed that constant digging at people not from England, even France, they didn't like in the book. I did see, yeah, the the talk of the... The Creole people. <laughs> yeah. Not so good. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, it, it aged fine, but there were some some areas that were, you know, right. probably wouldn't stand up today's, to today's sentiment. No, but I guess we're going to jump right in because you did text me and say this is the most romantic book we've read. For sure. And maybe it was just because you were missing me, and so it made it feel even more romantic. So I'm curious, given that the plot, I mean, it's not the most I've romantic. I've traveled before, and it didn't turn the novels into romantic just because I was traveling. Yeah, but this is the first time you've been abroad, first time you've been in Haiti. And maybe you just missed me more this time. I don't time. think it's the first time I've been abroad either. Oh, you think we've, you've been to Honduras since yeah. we started? Yeah, I guess you have, actually. So, no, you're right. But Haiti's new. You haven't been there before. So maybe it created a setting in which you found this particularly you just, romantic. You just want me to have a reason for... Well, you're going to have a reason. I assume you're going to share with me of course. the reason you found it um, so romantic. But before that, I'm curious, did it like top Pride and Prejudice for you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Really? Mm -hmm. And why? For some reason, I wanted to be like, pourquoi? But I'm like, no, I don't need to speak French in this podcast. 
Um, but um, well, there was some French in there. There so. was quite a bit of French, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Did you enjoy that? I I always do. I always enjoy. Well, see, like, that, the other there was languages. that. There there was some songs and some free verse in there. Mm-hmm. Um, there were ghosts. I mean, it was a little bit less rationalistic than Jane Eyre. So in that you sense, mean then Pride and Prejudice because this is Jane. Yeah, Eyre. I mean um, right and Jane Austen. So. Um, Anyway, cheers. Oh, yes. What are we drinking? We're drinking the gin air. <laughs> the gin air. <laughs> hmm. What is this? It's gin, um, lemon. Um, yeah, I taste the lemon. Sugar, muddled mint. I mean, just okay. Not- not uh hmm. it's kind of interesting not sure what i think else? probably no, need a couple it. sips before i decide that's it this is kind of crazy having a drink on a wednesday night yeah i mean i don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> um th- this was the the most realistic i think you know wait that- i'm sorry the most realistic yeah in what possible way was it the most realistic? I mean, he had... In the sense that the character seemed fully formed and there was no emotional pornography going on. It wasn't just, oh, this is for the 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 woman's pleasure, which is what you say when I have criticisms. You're like, well, it's about the woman's pre- pleasure. Well, that's fine if that's what it's about, if you just want to... Have some emotional pressure. Or, I mean, could the woman's pleasure have changed? Because this is written in 1848. So, like, Jane is a very kind of um, rebellious figure for the time. This is Victorian England, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. And so you're thinking, like, for her to even be the way she is, which is not that, you know, in today's society, she wouldn't be pushing the boundaries necessarily. Mm-hmm. But at this time, she was a character who did. Well, there was a psychic connection, which we haven't experienced in any novel. I agree. There's a lot there. They reference a lot of times that they are. Are you wait? Are you talking about how they hear each other, or you're talking about their psychic connect in the sense of like they really talk about how it's like they are the same kind of people and they complete each other Mm -hmm. and without you know like they are fully connected like they see that right. they are the same kinds of people and all these other people aren't the same as them right. that i i agree with you when they when she said that and we haven't seen that in any novels so oh far. i think i did text you back and say well there are many professions of love i feel like that we've never we haven't read any novels where mm-hmm. they so fully profess their love over and well, over are, it was quite dramatic well they articulate it because they're repressed. I mean, they have to... Right. Like, this is Victorian England. They couldn't express themselves. So you got the first-person narration from uh, Jane Eyre, and you got a lot of professions from... From him. From Sir Rochester. What's his name? Edward. Edward. Is he a sir? I don't... Lord Rochester? I don't know. I thought they just called him Mr., but... Now that you say that. You know what I like? Uh, we, we can get to this later. I like that she calls him master a lot. I wish she would call That's him That's why I'm like, how is this that romantic? Under- and he's like 20 years older than her. 
Mm-hmm. And you're like finding that really. If you're connected psychically, you're connected psychically. There's no. Even if he's your master. It is what it is. There, there are great uh, marriages that have that are twenty years. True, but she was like eighteen years old. She didn't have any. She was an old soul. She I, okay. Maybe. She had lots of deprivations growing up. She had a terrible family life. Her parents died, and then she's chipped off to a school where things are a little bit better, but not that much better. Not at first, they're really terrible, but they get a little better. And I got I even got teary eyed when she like had her friend and like died. Her friend died in her arms. Oh. I was like, oh my god, that's such a beautiful scene. And like you really were invested in her at that point. And I was like, wow, that's incredible, so good. Really? Yeah, it was great. It was a great scene, and you didn't expect it. No, that's true. You did not expect that they would and. And that happened, and you had to think that that had some effect on her character, you know. Yeah. And you just think she's such a good soul that's trying to make it amidst yeah, all these terrible people around her. And she's a child at that point, basically. Right. And who helps her? A teacher. Are well, a going? superintendent, but a well, teacher at heart right. who wants her the best for her. Yeah, apparently the... The Bronte sisters were governesses, and Anne Bronte, the Forgotten Bronte, her first novel around the same time that this came out was about was centered on a governess. And oh, really? The, the trials and travails. And I was reading the plot summary of it, and it was like all about um how she ends up like getting a job as a governess for a really wealthy family, but mm-hmm. the kids are, like, totally spoiled and terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, she has no authority, but she's blamed for all their misdeeds. And, and it's just... That's actually... I mean, you would probably that, love it. That actually features in a number of historical romances today, even. This really? idea of the governess being blamed for the horrible behavior of... Mm-hmm. The child, but the governess has no power to discipline the child. Yeah. So it's like a a losing battle. Like they have no power at all. So explain explain this to me, Mm -hmm. Uh, Sir, Lord, Mister, Master Rochester, whatever you want. Edward Rochester, Master. Okay, let's. Will you call me Master? I will not. Please. (laughs) Um. That's what I'm like, that is that what you like like he's like so clearly like the like dominant through most of the book. He is, but she stands up to him because Yeah, of, but he's like because playing her character games with her a little bit. Because her character was formed was forged in hardship. And so she through her experience ha- is able to stand up to his ways. But only easily. him. Yeah. Like she says that. I'm not going to read it right now, but there is one line where she talks about how she can be herself with him and only with him. And, you know, for me, that is really – you actually – to me, that's the foundation for so many romance novels now. It's the idea that you find the person you can be yourself with. Yeah, then why is there no psychic connection in any of the novels? There are the one we read last week. You were like – it was a meeting of the minds. What did we read last week? I've already forgotten. I don't know. 
You're talking about the one where they enjoyed music together? No, that's the one, Always Be My Duchess. No, you you're the one who really yeah. loves that one. Uh, the latest uh, Kate Claiborne? Maybe. That's what we read last week, I think. Well, no. Okay, it wasn't last week because I think we read the Spanish. Oh, well, that's, That was definitely yeah. not a meeting of the no. minds. You're thinking about the Kate Claiborne story. Maybe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. I mean, it doesn't have the depth of this. Right. Because this is, I mean, this is like the vocabulary. There were words I had to look up. And I, I mean, I have a good vocabulary. Yeah. But there were a few words, and I obviously didn't look up every word because mostly you know, but there were a couple words that stood out enough to me that I was like, I should Google the meaning of this. Yeah. <laughs> you can see why you'd read this in like an AP class or something. Mm-hmm. I know we read Wuthering Heights instead, but. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but so, I mean, we haven't talked about obviously the like biggest thing about that his wife is like living in the attic the whole time. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, you love loved that? I love that. Like, <laughs> Did you know that? Like, I already obviously knew that because I've read the book before. No. But d- you didn't know enough about Jane Eyre to know that that's, one of, that's like the big plot twist in the no, book. No, I didn't know oh, anything. So you were just like totally shocked yes. when you were reading. Oh, I can't imagine awesome. because like for me it wasn't new. But for you, like you had no idea. Yeah, that's the way you're supposed to read it. No, but I've read it. I read it when I was oh. in – like I read it right after college. I was trying to like go through classics. Hmm. And I read it, so okay. I knew. But when you read it the first time, you had to have thought, oh, man, this is Yeah, crazy. I just – but <laughs> it's funny because I remember – I think I've told you I was going to a dinner party as only 23-year-olds do mm-hmm. um, at Dave Averett's house. And he told me that, like, this was his favorite book. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about it forever because I had just it's read it. And book. I loved it. But then I'm going to be honest – as I started to think back as we were preparing to read, I was like, how, like, this is so weird. Mm-hmm. His, like, mentally ill wife is living in his attic and it's a surprise to everyone. How did I like this book? Because to me, that was a weird thing. Mm-hmm. That's a weird choice. Well, I, I think it's amazing that she has described mental illness pretty well. Like, the mental illness that the wife has. It's like pretty clearly like uh, that modern diagnosable mental illness. I'm sure they've written p- papers and papers on I know, exactly I, what her diagnosis is. But this is modeled on some real person that she knows. You think that it has? Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I was on this trip with somebody who had dealt with mental illness in his life. And mm-hmm. I read him whole sections and he was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. And he's going to read Wait, it. Wait, you're like reading Jane Eyre aloud to him? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, was, I was like reading whole sections. I sent him the whole chapter. I bet you I were just online. like, what? And I was like, what? I'm like, you're not going to believe this. And I, I'm like, this is the way she, she, he de- she describes it through Sir Rochester speaking about right. it. Um, and he's like, oh, my God, that's, that's uncanny. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to read that now. Yeah, that is, that is, you know, it's in, yeah, that's true. I didn't think so, of it that way, so but. So what, what do you do? You know, the way he described it, I mean, there had to have been mental illness problems. I mean, okay, the Bronte's brother was a serious drunken, alcoholic and drug addict. 
the one mm. the the one brother that the Brontes okay. had. I mean, they know what mental illness looks like. I mean, he was the the genius of them all. You and your family, you've got the 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 golden boy genius uncle who also struggles. Hmm. Right? I mean, that this this all struck me as very realistic in real life. And back then, what did you do? I mean, he tried to do the best. I did he think could about that because I couldn't decide. Are you supposed to still like him? But at the same time, what other options were open to him? Well, what I, was he supposed to I do? I mean, I don't understand. I, 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 I really just don't understand how marriage and divorce works in these old novels. Well, I don't know. Depend. I don't know about at eighteen forty eight, but like. Not that long prior to that, you had to get like a parliamentary decree. Oh, really? To get a divorce. But Henry VIII like kept on divorcing his wives and split from the Catholic Church to like. Right, but I mean, I assume that's why you had to get a parliament. Maybe that's how Parliament got involved. Is Henry VIII? I wonder. And like, I mean, obviously he could get his divorces. I guess because you had dowries, and then they would take that money. And once you take the money, you can't no give backs. Well, I mean, I maybe. I mean, I'm also thinking well, it's like economic. I mean, I mean, say, so women her, cease to be they, persons. They tricked people. They tricked Sir Rochester to his father and brother to get money. Tricked him to marry her because they wanted the money. Thirty thousand pounds. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Right, as we know. Right, thirty thousand is a lot. Yeah, but so, I mean, Jane comes into twenty. Well, yeah, but I mean, and he already had money. Begin with right. Her. So, um, I'm just saying, like, they get this money. You marry the the woman. The woman's, you know, she belongs to you now. I mean, she has to, and you can't can't divorce her. You know, that would be a big reason why they would make divorce very, very hard. Now. What I know of canon law from my past mm-hmm. jobs is that in the case of the Catholic Church's definition of when you can de- get a marriage annulled, this would fall under one of the conditions. Like if, if somebody has a mental illness that you didn't know about prior to getting married, that would be ground for annulment. So true, but it seemed like I mean I'm not really clear on what was going on in this. So maybe they didn't really understand mental illness. That's what I wonder. And so um, maybe there was no way to prove it. I, I don't know. I mean they they very I mean they, they call her a lunatic basically. I mean oh I know very clearly is a crazy person. I know, but I mean, he did conceal it and hide her in the house. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty so unforgivable. Are we not supposed to? I mean, you feel bad for Jane, of course. Right, that's what I mean. We, yeah, I mean, he did pretend right. like she wasn't there. Right. And say she he was going to marry her, mm-hmm. which wouldn't have been legal. Right. So it's kind of bad. Kind of bad, yeah. So that's what I couldn't decide. Are we really supposed to Yeah. think that it's okay? I mean, 
I don't know. It, it unfolded. I, I don't know. You you get to the end and you're like, I, I'm not worried about whether or not he's a good person. What I'm worried about is the fact that they are in love with each other and it's very sad that they won't be able to be together. That's what I think about. Really? Yeah. I mean, nobody's perfectly good or perfectly evil. Yeah, but not everyone conceals their marriage and then is going to become marry someone else while they're still married to someone. Right. They, there are treacherous things that that were done. I get it. Um, but, I mean, do you think he she should have gotten married and gone off to India? Oh, no. I mean, she should have ended up with him. I'm not saying she shouldn't have, but what well, are we supposed to I think mean, about him so as you're a not person? Somebody, so you, you just think that you shouldn't like... Well, I'm just like, what are we supposed to think about him as a person? I mean, Jane is good, right? Like, Jane is... Yeah, well, good you, you've fallen in love with somebody who is not as good as you. You're just very hard on yourself. Yeah. I, I'm um, not. I, I'm, I'm easily not, just by all objective measures, not as good morally as you are. I don't know if that's true. You're a very good person. Let's just take the measure, like, church measurement of, like, virtue and vice. Who is engaged in more vice in their lifetime? Yeah, but I don't. Yeah. So I mean, treat, I'm nice to people. That doesn't mean I'm a good person. But you're generous with people. Yeah, I'm and, nice. I'm nice. But, but it's more than nice. Like, you're a kind person. And I'm, you're generous with people. And in general, you treat children very well. Does that cancel and, out the vices? You, this is a very Catholic view of you. So. Well, you don't really, like, now, you, you've gotten rid of most vices in your life. Yeah, I mean, maybe. But, like, I mean, she is, to this point, but you have done nothing like Mr. Rochester here in the book. Well, I mean, I don't have a secret family. <laughs> yes, I suppose that that's true. Um, um, although he did take Adele and care for but her. But it, it, it's all very legalistic. It's not like he's keeping a second family. He's like, by, you know, in modern times, he would just get divorced from her and it would be all over. Right. And it would be fine. You know, or he'd get it annulled because the truth is, like, under modern canon law, I don't know, I'm sure back then, too, he got married to somebody who didn't know was... Totally mentally ill. That's true. So, I I don't know. I just. But but he says it wouldn't matter that he wouldn't even want to divorce Jane if she was mentally ill. Because he loves her that much. He says, your mind is my treasure. And if it were broken, it would be my treasure still. Because they're talking about it. And. Um, was this. Pre or post, uh, post his downfall? Post finding out about Bertha, but before she ran away. Oh. So before so, Well, his he downfall. still had all his powers and was not humbled. So he says that because he's blindly in love with her. Does he really mean it? Eh. I don't know. No, I don't know because she's, he says, if you were mad, do you think I should hate you to Jane? Because Jane's like, you would do the same to me. And he she says, I do indeed, sir. And he says, then you are mistaken and you know nothing about me and nothing about the sort of love of which I am capable. 
Yeah. Well, he never in loved. In pain and Right. He never in pain loved his and wife. sickness. Right. Broken mind. If you raved, my arms would confine you. That's probably true. And so it is I also said, like, he didn't really love he never the did. The first wife. He never did. He didn't really want to marry her, but she was kind of attractive in the beginning. Yeah. I think he thought that it would, he would learn to love her. Right. You know, and, and that day, love was not really. No, I mean, this was still very this was much an, arranged, an economic transaction. An arranged usually, marriage, yeah. right? So then he just realizes she's nuts and coarse and terrible. Yeah, I mean, it was. He really, you know, after his downfall mm-hmm. and she finds him. And she cares for him. It was, it that was very touching to me, I will say. Mm-hmm. Even though I wasn't sold on him the whole time, like I didn't find him to be like, like a particularly, I don't know, swoon worthy hero. Um, you didn't? No. Interesting. Tell me more. Um, Why not? Well, I felt like he was playing games with her. Like he liked her. He loved her, but he would bring her around him, but wouldn't talk to her. Or like he had that whole thing with Miss Ingram, like telling her he was going to marry her, but he was really just playing games with Miss Ingram. And then he like would say like kind of mean things about Adele, like a child that he doesn't like. And like, so I didn't, you know. He just wasn't... No parallels in your own life. I You said you think you're like him, but I didn't see it at all. You don't see any time during our long relationship when I was less than forthcoming and less than chivalrous. Okay, but it's different because I always had much more power in my own life than Jane did. And there was this weird situation where she's working for him. And he's playing these games with her. You has, she has as much power as you do. She's very smart and capable and can make her own living. No, it's just other, not true. You have than, different level of power than, when you're Other in than running away to the Moors, which is my big criticism. Her, like, running away to the Moors. I'm willing to forgive it, but it's I'm sorry, what? So you don't even feel like you need to forgive him for hiding oh, a secret running, wife. Okay. But her running away, you're like, oh, no. Well, it's just ridiculous. Oh, but it had to happen because she had to become independent of Rochester. She had to because he was always in the control. Just do it without, like, almost dying. How about that? Well, that was just, uh, like, I mean. She she begs off of going to India because she's like, I'm not going to throw away my life. Yeah, but she and was then, heartbroken. And, I was, and, and I'm like thinking to myself, you just ran into the moors and almost died. You were like sleeping in the open air. Nobody was letting you have any food. You, you Yeah, did, I did not remember did that die. part of this novel. You did go yeah, to that like, was like, I'm like, did I read that? Because I don't remember that She happening. was like a dog that knew she was about to die and just like went off into the woods to just But she expire. was heartbroken. She didn't, she was heartbroken. Like I she get it. had had I'm willing her to forgive it. whole future ripped out saying, from under her. She's not as virtuous as she makes herself out to be she doesn't Mrs. make herself Jane. out to be oh, so please. virtuous she, i everything's all about like whether or not she has the prudence and the temperance i would think her. you would like that you do I you're do. a big fan of prudence so yeah. i do i do like it i just i'm just saying 
She's a human being. Yeah, but going to India throws her life away because it's not with Rochester. Right. And it's not about dying. It's about she knows that the life that she wants Mm -hmm. is Rochester. Of course. That's all that is, really. Right, so it's really just emotional. It has nothing to do with all the flowery um, moral yeah. language that she uses. Right, it, it's because she still wants him. Mm-hmm. And so she goes back. So it's really, it's very similar to... And did you appreciate that? No, it's not like us. You are not like... Very similar. Are you, now you're going to see yourself as like a modern Rochester, but I really don't think he's a hero to model yourself after. Absolutely he is. In what? He's a good person. He treats every... The thing that you said that was so good about me, I treat everyone well, I'm kind, I'm generous, that's Rochester. Think about everything he did for everybody around him. All his servants, all his people said he was a good person. Everybody close to him said he was a good person. I know, but I just didn't read it that way. Think of everyone else in the novel who are just monsters. There are all sorts of monsters. There's like the prideful Blanche. I know, but her cousins are good that she runs into when she runs away to the Moors. Yes. Yeah, they're a little... They're interesting and they're good. But even then, they like take this guy who's got this missionary impulse and turn him into like this ridiculous character. I don't know. He wasn't ridiculous. He was just had a zeal for... I know. And they're like trying to save him by the end, but they give him very short shrift in this novel. So they're like making fun of him. But he's like super handsome and Rochester is not. Um, mm-hmm. He's kind. You, you bring up a good point. How many times do they bring up the fact that he wasn't good looking? Or that she wasn't. Over and over, it was repeated that he was not. Another reason I love this. And that she was not. I know he wasn't, but he was very fit. And And, and like. And she was attracted to certain features, including after he's maimed, they talk about his muscled hands over. I was going to say, because. Even though he's blind, he's lost one of his hands, he's burned in the face. But when he, like, grabs her, she, like, notes that his hand is so strong and muscled. Yes, because she did refer to his physique multiple times as well because it was, like, very robust. So do you think their sex life is pretty good? What do you think? Well, they ended up having children, so. I think they had. I mean, you know, they did kiss in this book. So this was a little more than. I bet they're into some weird stuff because they're so repressed. I, I don't. Although I have read that in your imagination, I Just have read that in Victorian England, actually mm-hmm. there was a lot of more. I mean, think like, about risque. it. They, a lot of their a lot of their foreplay is verbal, so they got to be into some weird stuff by the time they get into the into bed together, you know. But we don't see it, so. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it is so it's so pent up and reserved, you know. Yeah, I guess. You didn't think about that? I really didn't think about that. That's very sad. I thought a lot about it. Really? Uh-huh. Because you didn't get get it, so you were imagining. Yeah, that. I was imagining that they're probably probably both pretty good in bed. They're both very generous. They really love oh, each other. Maybe. I mean, they really do love each other. I And but but they they love each other for not for for who they are, like 
on a higher level. Of who I know. They are. I mean that. And that part of it makes me think that that's probably you know part of their sex life. You Maybe know, it's not yeah. just about the physical; it's about connecting on right. higher levels. I know. She says, "I know no weariness of my Edward society. He knows none of mine." Mm-hmm. Yep. To be together is for us to be at once as free as in solitude, as gay as in company. I mean, that's good. Right. Expression of love. Exactly. Right? Like, that's... Exactly. For me. I mean, this is the first book where... I mean, obviously, I didn't actually write my notes, and then I was reading it. First of all, it's the first one I've read in hard copy. But also, it was the first one where I did feel compelled to mark... And like lines about most love. of their things that they say are kind of like a little bit like snarky to each other. They do, yeah. They do have that, yeah. And I like that too because that's like us. And I don't know that I really buy that we're like Jane and Rochester, but um, if it we, makes you happy, I mean, I how will. how often do I make sincere pledges of love to you? Rarely. I was gonna say. Not but, as much as Rochester does. But how often do I say things that are the opposite of Yes, it's your sincere. love language. And, I and know. then you take it as such. I know. And I, you do the same thing to me. I know. But you don't like it as much as I do. I do like you it. You like for me to be more sincere, I think. Or more on more not you don't like for me to be snarky to you. You're snarky all the time. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I think you would prefer for me just to profess my love. No, I know I wouldn't. You wouldn't (laughs) make me uncomfortable. But they do, like they do, really profess their love. Yes, but you don't think that they're going every. They do profess it, like in some instances where they're talking about getting married. Yes. But other than that, their affection is shown more through like snarky <laughs> comments to each other. Even when they're being affectionate, even when they're being yeah. affectionate, he's like calling her an elf, and she and she's like saying, "Well, you're ugly, you know." And I know you're not. You know you're not looking so good. He, she's like letter tells him that regularly. You never but were I, a handsome man, Rochester. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I will agree with that. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we might if we read our letters, you know. I'll never read my. We're we not might find those types of professions of love. Exactly, and we'll never. But read you enjoyed again. reading them in here. Yeah, because it was done by amazing literary geniuses. I, me, at twenty three years old. Living in Paraguay. Maybe there's a kernel of genius. Maybe a kernel of genius. Ah. Because you don't like, like, that type of... It is true. It's the same way, like, Lily gets a little bit, like, eh, when, like, boys profess too much earnest love. Yeah. She'd rather them just, like, Mm -hmm. do other things. Just the same way, like, we don't, like, kind of like how we don't, like, post about our love for each other. Uh, Yeah, and it would result in a Facebook divorce if we did. I know. I never have. Good. You've come closer than me. No. Oh, yes. 
Other than when you got your doctorate. Right. When That's I got the my one doctorate. Time. Yes, exactly. Well, I also, even in that, had a little, you a had few some little spark. Bars. Yeah, you, you had some things you knew I would mess with me. That's yeah. true. Wicked and cruel boy, I said. You're like a murderer. You're like a slave driver. You're like the Roman emperors. That's what she says when, I know, when he her, throws the book at her and like knocks her over. At the beginning, and her cousin is just like treating her terribly. That's when I was like, I like her. I love that <laughs> she's like screaming You're like the that Roman at him. emperor. Oh, I just think it's so funny to imagine a little girl saying that to a boy. thought it was like one of the tiny phantoms, half fairy, half imp. Bessie's evening story is represented as coming out of lone, ferny dells in the moors and appearing before the eyes of belated travelers. I returned to my stool. Superstition was with me at that moment, but it was not yet the hour for complete victory. My blood was still warm. The mood of the revolted slave still bracing me with its bitter vigor. There's some stuff in there that's not so PC. Oh, there's a lot in here that's not so PC. Did you have a hard time with that? Yeah, I mean, again, it was published in 1848, so, like, Mm -hmm. I understand that people's views were different, but, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of that in this novel. Yeah. But, I mean, that's not what we're reading. We're reading it for romance. And it wasn't generally related to the romance. No, I should not like to belong to poor people was my reply. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Not even if they were kind to you? I shook my head. I could not (laughs) see how poor people had the means of being kind. And then to learn to speak like them, to adapt to their manners, to be uneducated, to grow up like one of the poor women I saw sometimes nursing their children or washing their clothes in the cottage doors of the village of Gateshead. No, I was not heroic enough to purchase <laughs> liberty for the price of caste. Oh my god. Oh no, I, I could li- see I, liked I could this. see someone like Maggie saying that. Yeah. Like, nope. <laughs> I think not. I am not defe- deceitful. If I were, I should say I loved you, but I declare I do not love you. I dislike you the worst of anybody in the world, <laughs> except for John Reed and this book about the the liar you give to your girl, Georgiana, for it is she who tells the lies and not I. <laughs> and you hear it with like a British accent. You're like, oh, she's the cutest. <laughs> she is. She's a little, little tough. Little well, they've willed. treated her terribly. She says she wanted love. She thought she could get it by doing what they asked, but it never worked. Yeah. There are like big questions in there. There's a, I believe I have faith. I'm going to God. This is in that scene with her. Oh, friend. yeah. Where is God? What is God? My maker and not yours, who will never destroy what he created. I rely implicitly on his power and confide wholly in his goodness. I count the hours till that eventful one arrives, which shall restore me to him, reveal him to me. Oh my God. And afterwards, like reading this again, it's like, holy moly. I mean, it's very deep. There's some deep stuff in there. It's good. You don't get that in a lot of the romance novels that we've been reading. No. 
Um, you don't. You don't. That's you don't have. A... You don't have deathbed conversations about what is God and where is God, do you? Hmm. I mean, but you didn't have that much fun in here. So. I had great fun in, in this novel. Great fun. It was like all dark. There's and like ghosts, worrisome, ghosts, and, and like, like keeping your keeping your crazy wife. In yeah, a, that's like dark. Oh, that's it's great. like it's great. Dark and kind of sad. It's, it's just like so much. There sadness. are actual ghosts in there. There are like I think two ghosts. No, oh, there are not. No, there's one ghost. Isn't there a ghost early on? She thinks there's a ghost, but yes. is there really a ghost? Well, that's when she loses consciousness, right? Right. Yeah, because she's, you know, flipping out. But well, I mean, it's enough of. I like that. There's enough of the suggestion, and then there's the supernatural. Like he hears her, and she hears, or him. she hears him, and well, and then he says he heard her because oh, he, did? I he yeah that. he says he went out and yelled like. Jane, 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 and then he heard, I'm coming. So it was like they heard each other somehow. Oh, I didn't even notice that part. Yeah. I mean, there were a few chapters I kind of skimmed, and then I really read the end. Oh. Like, 33 and 34, I was like, I got to get done. Uh, I, I read, there, what is my favorite chapter? Um, you have a favorite chapter? Yeah. I think my favorite chapter is the one where... He's ex- he's trying to make his case to her, like after it all gets revealed. Yeah, that's where that that's that I was really, reading. To that's you. like and like why he loves her so much. Right, that was where that's the chapter that I was reading to you from, where he talks about how if it was her and his love for her is yeah, different, and so good, he would stay with her, and he would. Yeah, that's true. That is good. I mean, I really did appreciate the sweetness and the tenderness of the last chapter. Mm-hmm. I really did. And I thought it was really well done, just like what he had lost, but like the mercy that he received and mm-hmm. getting her back. Was he still rich at the end? I couldn't. I didn't it seemed like he was. Because, yeah, like, just, if you're, like, in that time in England, yeah, he had lost his big home, but he still had other properties. Didn't stuff, he have like, that South of France property? That yeah, remember, because he too. had, like, all these properties. So, like, at that point, you can stand one loss. Just think. She could have just gone to the South of France and, like, been his mistress. Yeah, but he was, like, she'll, he'll, she was, like, he'll tire of me. If I go as the mistress. Because he had just told Would her he that he got tired of two mistresses. By the way, is was Adele his daughter? The way from, I read it. From he, the dancer? The way I read it, she it was. wasn't. No, I think he. Oh, she wasn't? I don't know. I wondered. But I thought she wasn't his daughter. But somehow he took her in anyway. Oh. Because he was with those two other men. Or she was with those two other men. That's what happened. Right, like the, so maybe it, like the Italian, those Italians, <laughs> always stealing your women. The French too. What did she say at the end? She was like, she sent um, Adele to school, and actually, with the help of the English tutors or whatever, yeah. it got rid of all yeah, that yeah. French bad French stuff. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> so, but I don't know. I guess maybe he didn't know if it was his 
if she was his or not. But he did take her in, even though he was like, mm-hmm. I'm annoyed by her and I don't want her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A sound English education corrected in a great measure her French defects. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sure I highlighted that as well. <laughs> And there's a lot of calling other people, like, basically, like, vacant in the eyes. Like, they don't have a lot of, like, in contrast to them, there are a lot of people who are just very low potential people. There's a lot of low potentialness, like, potential in this book. And they're always thinking about people as not having much potential. (laughs) Except for each other. Yeah. Rochester at some point says... Adele's like a dim and like dumb girl, but he's she's like, but uh, Jane has done well with her or something. Yeah, like she doesn't really have any special talents or like yeah. that. Jane says it too, though. I know. Eh, she's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but fine, again, is better than some people get. Yeah. She says that she, in the books, but there was one bookcase left open containing everything that could be needed in way of elementary works and several volumes of late literature, poetry, biographies, travels, a few romances. Mm-hmm. So they were even back then, a few romances. That's often in, if you read like Lisa Kleypas, for example, yeah. or there's uh, Julia Quinn who did Bridgerton, which I know you haven't read, but it's like a big thing now. Um, there will be references to like, Pop, novels. pop romance type novels or like adventure novels and stuff mm-hmm. with women as the heroines. I mean, Lisa Claypus even has a writer as one of her heroines. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't fall back on over modesty. I have examined Adele and find you have taken great pains with her. She is not bright. She has no talents. Yet in a short time, she has made much improvement. I know. That's what I mean. Like, this is an author who's like, people have limits. And I'm going to basically show how all of them have limits. And there are pretty people and not pretty people. And I'm going to make it very clear who is and who is not. Although love makes you beautiful or handsome in the person who loves you's eyes. Yeah. Sir, I was too plain. I beg your pardon. I ought to have replied that it is not easy to give an impromptu answer to a question about appearances, that tastes mostly differ, and that beauty is of little consequence or something of that sort. You should have replied no such thing. Beauty of little consequence indeed. And so under pretense of softening the previous outrage of stroke. So they just have these little debates. Oh, I know. There's other. a lot of that. And you don't like that he's, and she's standing up to him. You don't like yeah, that. Yeah, I do like that, that she stands up to him. I mean, that's the main reason that you liked me. Because I challenged you. That's what you once told me. Perhaps I didn't <laughs> like... I probably just didn't like that he, like, said that about Adele and he would say that about other people. And then he had that whole weird thing with the Ingram, with the woman. That, to me, was very weird how he would, like, have her come down and be there but not talk to her. And I guess that's because of, like, society, but she didn't really. She was a pompous 
Um, no, she would have. He would have Jane come down, but then like wouldn't talk to her or anything. So it's like he wanted her there, but he wouldn't tell her that he wanted her there. He liked and her too. I'm he sure he did. Know, he but didn't know he, that she liked him. I mean, he did not. Yeah, but she couldn't refuse. I think that's what I didn't like. She couldn't refuse. She's his employee. I mean, he is her employer. I didn't like that. You're not my employer. So, like, I didn't say I was. So, like, you're all like, oh, it's the same. It's not the same. Well, so there's a power dynamic, right, at play there. Doesn't negate their love. No, and I said that it is like I. So what? Yeah, this is such. It's such a woke thing to care over care about the power dynamic. If they're truly in love with each other, it shouldn't matter. Well, yeah, but he had to be nicer and treat her better from the beginning. But then he was He you was know. not treating her that bad. Just not having that bad, just, just having little debates with her and not talking to her when she when she's in the room with him is not treating her poorly. He wasn't very sensitive to her needs. He also didn't know if she was at all like if she was at all interested in him. Maybe not, but he had a Just lot Just because less... he's powerful, he also, he probably wouldn't want to I mean, he risk, also had a wife the upstairs. Compa- he didn't want to risk the, the good companionship that he was getting from I, her. I, I did think that maybe when I was reading him more generously and I was giving him the benefit of the doubt. Well, you got to think he's probably surrounded by people who want to marry him for his money. Well, and he probably had to fight it too. I mean... He, he had he had spent his time in the continent living in debauchery and was like, right? It's not there's there's nothing no good. It, it doesn't end well. That doesn't end well. Right, it's true. And he finally figures that out, and then he's like, "Well, shoot, I like her companionship. She is a match for me." Yeah. He doesn't know if she likes her. He, he if she likes him, and he has no idea if she has. Any inkling as to his intentions? Okay, I guess maybe. Although she did tell him first. Yeah, I know. So is that what you don't like about it? I just, I didn't like. I, I there was just something about how he interacted with her. But again, it's the time. It's not like. As you pointed out, it's not like most romance novels. Um, mm-hmm. But I did, I did grow to like them once he was more vulnerable with her. So I guess it's like once we find out that he has a mad wife living in the. I'm so surprised. Attic. So you don't like him? Is it because he's not like six foot four and like he might be six four? We don't know good looking and you know he's no dr river Pena. i'll tell you <laughs> tell you what no that's not it um he just i agree that he didn't know but he had the power and he was just like a little bit like he probably wasn't sure what he was gonna do he wasn't sure what he could do he didn't know if she liked him so he was like to me for the first half he was kind of like playing with her a little bit and, like, he wanted her around, but he wasn't, like, telling her that. 
he maybe he was already developing feelings for her, but he wasn't saying that. He just was kind of like he said later keeping on, her he on already her toes. had feelings I, for her. Okay, so then yes, once he started professing them, I thought. But he did. But he was unsure. I mean, he she was below his station. I know. So. You know, and he had this, like you mentioned, he had this woman locked away. So there, it was complicated. And she was the governess. I mean, he is a kind person. You can think about it from his perspective. He's trying to be kind. You're right, but he's also the right like thing. the wealthy landowner. So he, he's also he a little employed, bit arrogant because that's the way he things were. Her. Right. And so if he made it uncomfortable for her, she would have to leave. He doesn't want to do that either. He likes her, professes his and love she for did her, have to leave, and so. she's and she's like, what? Well, she's like, oh well, this won't do. You can't be romantically interested in me. And then, I'm but your she governess. didn't say that, did she? No. Well, if she didn't like him, she would have. Right, but she did like him. Yeah, think about what she said to whatever her cousin is. That that's Saint also John a thing. Yeah, Saint John, like they're first cousins but they didn't know that they did know that by the time he professed oh yeah but he didn't love her he just wanted her to go with him to be a missionary but he's insisting she be his wife yeah because he just can't see anything other than like having the right partner for being a missionary but she says she'll go with him and be a partner she says she'll i'll go with you but i I won't get married and that goes on it's a little too long to be honest i I agree that was chapters 33 and 34 those were the ones that I was starting to be like, oh, I don't know if I can. I was also running out of time for our podcast. So I was like, I got to get through thirty those two chapters. Yeah. I'm forced to confess that he and I are on a level. I wish I had stood, stood firm. God knows I do. Dread remorse when you're tempted to err, Miss Eyre. Remorse is the poison of life. Repentance is said to be its cure, sir. You can call me sir, by the way. You want to call me sir? I won't, no. Please? Um, it is not its cure. Reformation bait, maybe it's cure. You see, there's like some interesting Oh, there's a lot of conversation. I mean, there's a point. lot. There's a lot of kind of like thinking about religion in this book. Mm-hmm. And the soul. and Yes, I thought there was quite a bit of that. This is awesome. This is, I think it's Blanche. I love this whole thing with Blanche. Oh, I'm so sick of the young men of the present day, exclaimed she, rattling away at the instrument. Poor puny things. She's playing the piano like perfectly at this point. Poor puny things, not fit to stir a step beyond Papa's park gates, nor even go so far without Mama's permission and guardianship. Creatures so absorbed in the care of their pretty faces and in their white hands and their small feet. Also, small feet. Why are they small feet? <laughs> Is that alluding to something? As if a man had anything to do with beauty. As if l- loveliness were not a special prerogative of women. I, I love that. Her legitimate apanage ap- and heritage. I grant an ugly woman is a blot on the fair face of creation. (laughs) But as to the gentlemen, let them be solicitous to possess only strength and valor. Let their motto be hunt, shoot, and fight. The rest (laughs) is not worth a Philip. 
Such should be my device where I am, man. Where, whenever I marry, she continued after a pause, which none interrupted. I'm resolved my husband shall not be a rival, but a foil to me. I will suffer no competitor near the throne. <laughs> I shall exact an undivided homage. His devotion to me shall not be shared between me and the shape he sees in the mirror. Mr. Rochester, now sing. I will play for you. <laughs> I'm in all obedience, was the response. Oh, my God. That was a great little soliloquy that she had. But I mean, it doesn't does it it doesn't share you anything about romance. That's always your critique of modern novels. Exactly. No, this is not what that's about. They're both subverting types, and they somehow are good matches for each other. Like he is not. He is not a rake, although he mentions that he might have been a rake when he admits that he was a. Uh, you know, going around the continent, right? Banging mistresses. Um, he's like, "Oh, you must think I'm a rake," and she—you can tell she's like, "Yeah, I don't want to talk about that part." <laughs> like, I like you, but listen, let's just not talk about that. Um, you know, she. Um, they aren't that type. He is not the hunting and fishing. No, but he's like a robust, tall, like, dark. And, he but is, he is a robust, is like not, manly man. She says that plenty, like right. that he's like vigorous and energetic but not and Dr. strong. Dr. Pena, he is not like what. No, or not like Lord not St. Like Vincent, right. or any of the. Right, he's not a type. Well, as she points out many times, he is ugly, right. except to her and in his love for her, or in his and her love for him. He's very attractive to her. Yeah. Oh, you're just like enjoying. You're like can't even get them out because you're just kind of enjoying reading your quotes again. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to see what context this is, but it's pink, so it means I. I should, it's one thing that I thought to read. Let's see if we can figure out where this is from. Pardon the seeming paradox. I mean what I say. She was very showy. But she was not genuine. She had a fine person, many brilliant attainments, but her mind was poor, her heart barren by nature. No, that's bloomed, talking about Blanche, isn't it? Must it? be. Nothing bloomed spontaneously in that soil. No unforced natural fruit delighted by its freshness. She was not good. She was not original. She used yeah. to repeat Jane is sounding phrases from books. She was never offered nor had an opinion of her own. She advocated a high tone of sentiment, but she did not know sensations of sympathy and pity, tenderness and truth were not in her. Too often she was betrayed by this, by the undue vent she gave to a spiteful antipathy she had conceived against little Adele, pushing her away with some contumelious <laughs> epithet if she happened to approach her sometimes ordering her from the room, always treating her with coldness and acrimony. So Jane is jealous of Blanche yes. because at that point she thinks Rochester likes Blanche and is going to marry her. And, so and she's just like going like off really in her mind. like explaining, and then she like totally believes him when he says stuff like that. What do you mean when he says? When he says stuff like that about Blanche, she's like, oh, he never really loved her. He does love she, her. He didn't say that. Jane is saying that. That's Jane thinking that, about Blanche. 
That is Jane thinking about oh, Blanche. Yeah. This is when she doesn't yet know that yeah, Rochester yeah, really right. likes. That's why I mean, this is all like her jealousy. But she, I mean, he maybe also says stuff. Like he does, that. and he does say that later. He, he said says, when she's like, "You love her," and he's like, "No, no, she is right, pompous yeah. and prideful." Yeah, but he doesn't say it until then because mm-hmm. at first he's just like acts like he's gonna marry her. That's what I mean. It was like, why are you doing this? If I find it to be, as I half suspect it is, the one best calculated to ensure the doing of all things decently and in order, I shall embrace the tenets of Rome and probably take the veil. (laughs) Oh, that's uh, her. Georgiana. Not Georgiana. Eliza, the other cousin who's going to like go join a convent. And she does. And she ends up being like big in the convent or something. Yeah. I have been with my aunt, sir, who is dead. A true Janian reply. Good <laughs> angels be my guard. She comes from the other world, from the abode of people who are dead, and tells me so when she meets me alone here in the gloaming. Oh, so happy! You just to see love him. it that he. You just you just really like him. Mm-hmm. You like him more than her. It seems like she's a little pompous for my taste. But she's not at oh, all. She's so no more than him. She needs to be aware that running away to the Moors is just as much throwing away her life as going to India. With yeah, Saint but John. she was heartbroken, as I said, and he hid a wife and was going to marry her illegally. He destroyed her dreams, and you think she don't is the one think, with the problem? Don't you think true love is more important than some silly convention of the church? Not, not really, no. No. I had no idea that you were such a follower of church dogma. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Well, you know I do value honesty. Uh Uh-huh. And the idea that it's okay for him to hide that he's married, pretend like he's going to marry her legally, so then she thinks she's married, and then she actually wouldn't be, and in fact it would be like, bigamy that is bad <laughs> so okay. maybe it's good not thing they got that caught before that happened exactly good thing and it's not that maybe i think that church dogma is better than is more important than true love but i definitely think that whole lie maybe that was just imprudent of him no it was wrong of him well he could have told her and they could have talked about it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, maybe and then, she would have been okay. No, she wouldn't have been. <laughs> no, exactly. And he knew it. It's the same thing exactly. I tell Lily. You knew I would be not okay, uh-huh. so you chose not to tell me. Mm-hmm. That's never okay. Mm. If you can't tell the person, then it's probably not okay. And yet you're judging her for leaving the house. No, I'm just judging her for being a little... I'm a little sanctimonious. No, I mean, you could say she's imprudent because then she rushes off with no food or money. Oh, so now you're the one who's talking about her being imprudent. Well, because you were trying to call him that. No, he was a liar. She was hurt. 
and didn't think things through, she could have left the next day with her pearl earrings or whatever. She could have taken I mean, that. I, I like her. I think she's great. I just, I sympathize more with him because, first of all, he's the man, and I see some of myself in him. Oh, I definitely sympathize with her. He needed, he does not have my sympathy. What do you mean? You So you, when you're reading this, you're like, oh, I don't really like him that much. I told you that from the beginning. He was too arrogant. I guess it's I'm interesting because so you're saying I'm she's too arrogant. I'm so surprised you don't see that in me. You just really see me. I see only the best. It's the same. It, that is the best thing about this is that I actually do think mm-hmm. that how she talks about love is really how love is and can be. I don't think be. the Bronte sisters ever got married. I don't either. I was just about to say Such that. A weird thing. But like, I actually think that it's very like that is. Like, mm-hmm. it's, like, very flowery and not how I would ever talk. Mm-hmm. But I was like, yes, exactly. Yeah. And so that is true. But he is arrogant. And, like, kind of, like, high and mighty. So that's what I see in him, yet you see that in her. So that's well, very interesting. Well, she's just, like, her constant talking about virtue and all that kind of stuff. Well, she has been shaped by her experiences. Right. But she's worried about not being virtuous enough or good enough. Right. You know. I guess it was the time. I mean, to me, it just was just a little little much. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, mm-hmm. I guess that's just the way it was back then. That's what a woman had to do. I mean, that's what they had to do. And she had been right. shaped by her Right, Trouble like she had no, hard time. as you point out regularly in these, like she really didn't have options. Right. Mm-hmm. Except to run away and almost starve, but thank goodness she found her cousins. Well, okay, but her option could have been, no, I'm not staying with you, help me get a job somewhere else. And he would have done it. I know, but he couldn't, she couldn't be with him. She couldn't be around him. She couldn't be near him because she loved him. And See, still wanted to be with him. That's what I'm trying to get at. And that is the truth. Don't run away from your feelings. But you don't want to be around the person who hurt you the most in the world. That's what you say, yet you still married me. But you... Okay. Let's stop thinking that we're like... We are Rochester. We are, we are Rochester. <laughs> You're my Jane. You're just a little bit hotter than her because she does sound like a plain Jane. I'll tell you what. Except who knows? It's just they say that. She's like small and pale and dark haired. Yeah. And they just make it sound very. Flaxen haired. No, she has dark hair. She definitely doesn't have your curves. No, because she's very slight. Yeah. She's always looking kind of sick. Like that's how I imagine. Like so small. You look robust. Very healthy. (laughs) <laughs> that's what you would write if you were writing yeah she looks like she could bear many children oh maybe see that might be missing so I spied her across the bar she looked like she could bear I many children I think you still children. have some more, more <laughs> reading to do So last thoughts? Any last thoughts? Well, I'm curious. Do you have a favorite line? Did you have something that you were just like, this is really nice? Oh, I, 
I think I read a bunch of them. I have so many highlights. I mean, I know you can't go through them. It's impossible. There are just too many. Yeah. But I just was, if anything, um, um, oh my gosh. Okay, this is not romance at all. But what about how they described her students in the village school when she ran away and she worked as the teacher in the school? And they're like, ugh. These, let me see if I can find it. Oh my gosh. These coarsely clad little peasants. I know. But she's like, I must not forget that these coarsely clad little peasants are of flesh and blood, as good as the scions of gentlest genealogy, and that the germs of native excellence, refinement, intelligence, kind feeling are as likely to exist in their hearts as in those of the best born. That's the author trying to make a point. That actually the little peasants mm -hmm. could be smart. But she literally, when she accepts the job, she's like, oh, this isn't going to be very interesting because these kids are not going to be very interesting to me. Mm -hmm. I was like, ugh. That's terrible. I was like, why did I mark this little page? And then I realized it was because of the little peasants line. So some of it. I mean, again, I know she's trying to make a point about assuming um, who has value and who doesn't, and it shouldn't be, like, as society was based yeah. on class, because it was at that time. I mean, definitely, and I didn't save all my edits, I don't think, or all my highlights. I would say, because I think I was on a plane yesterday, and I probably never connected. Oh, I probably didn't. Oh. I can get on it now. Here's another one. I, um... It is, you are my sympathy, my better self, my good angel. Well, now it's, now it's back on. Now I have them. Oh, you do? Yeah. It's, it's just on my phone. It oh, because you did it on your on phone computer. and it didn't, up, yeah. it didn't update. Oh, and I did. I mean, see, you, like, didn't like it, but she's he's, like, trying to convince her to stay with him about and, like, caring for him. And she says, I care for myself. That's, like, super rebellious and, like, forward thinking for that yeah. time. By the way, right. she messes with him at the end. How much does she mess with him? At the end? What are you talking about? When she comes in, first of all, He's blind, so he doesn't know who she is. And then he messes. She messes with him even afterwards. But only gently, just like doesn't tell. But him then at she first starts. Then she starts like intimating that she might have been with some. She might no, have gone with. No, he thinks that. But you no, know she's playing with him. She knows exactly what he's doing. What he's getting at. She plays with him too, and she loves it at the end. She's like relishing being able to mess with him and make him jealous. Am I, this is my favorite line, favorite two lines. Am I hideous, Jane? Very, sir. You always were, you know. That's my favorite. That's like, for sure, my favorite line. That's your favorite line. Those are my favorite two lines. Because it encapsulates 
like at that point they're they're getting together for all eternity and it's a happy ending and that's what they say to each other and i was like i'm like that's real love it's just like my favorite love scene is him cutting the like shapeshifter <laughs> the shape holder off of her i'm like that's what sex is really like yes it is that's your favorite Yet I've, because... been, yet I've been with good people, far better than you, a hundred times better people, <laughs> possessed of ideas and views you never entertained in your life, quite more refined and exalted. Tell me she's not messing with him when she says stuff like that. That's true, she is. Who the deuce have you been with? If you twist in that way, you will make me pull my hair out of my head, and I think you will cease to entertain the doubts of my substantiality. Who have you been with, Jane? You shall not get it out of me tonight, sir. You must wait until tomorrow. I know. I did think, what? Why is she not just she's telling just him? She's just enjoying it. And then, reader, I married him. Yes. A quiet wedding he had, he and I. It is time someone undertook to rehumanize you said i putting yeah. his thick and long uncut locks for i see you're being metamorphosed into a lion or something of that sort you have no full air of nebuchadnezzar in the fields about you <laughs> that is certain your hair reminds me of eagle's feathers whether your nails are grown like bird's claws or not i've not yet noticed yeah well i mean She's going to go and be with him. Yeah. And he. But he's kind of been brought down. Well, that's part of it, too. And he's going to. The best loves require a little humbling, probably. Right. So anyway, would you agree it's the best love story that we've read so far? Oh, it hurts you. It hurts you, doesn't it? I don't know. We'll withhold judgment. I'll withhold judgment. Oh, so just name one that's better or in the league of this one. I mean, this is so different. Like, this is like a whole different. Yeah, it's kind not of emotional like, pornography. It is like it's not realistic what people would do and be like. I don't know if I would go there. I mean, it's like a gothic romance. Like, no one is like this. No one is today. like this. We're like this. That's what you keep saying, but, like, we're not sitting here debating, and we don't have hidden people in the attic, and although this podcast did come out of our debate over what heroes needed to be in romance novels. Yeah, and, for example, we recently had a conversation about whether or not I get one punch on you in in our marriage. I can't life. believe you actually said that out loud for people to hear. Well... You know, I'm just And wondering. we established that you don't. There's I no don't such get, thing as earning So, it. but then, then I got a push down. I can no, push you down. No, you cannot. This is like. I don't I even get a, I don't even get a push down. You're no, going to. You don't earn I get that. Immediate, There's no earning I get of an any immediate of that. divorce if I push you down to the ground. Yes. Or you get kicked out of the house. I mean, you can't be here. We've established that. Sometimes. I've gone this far. You're just I can't trying have, to I can't push have one my mistake. buttons because you want to be Rochester. 
you've decided that he's your her- hero to model. This your- I hadn't even read this when I had my conversation. No, with I you know, about but now you're bringing it back up, even though it was settled, because now you've decided, huh? That Rochester. No, I'm just saying this is how people are. You're saying this is nobody's like this. I'm, we're like this. But this is is dark and dreary. There's some darkness in our lives. There's a lot of darkness in this book. Well, but they are perfectly happy. We they don't have the whole marriage of their happy long. But you know they live happily ever after Maybe because they had already been married ten years. And he gets his sight back. God gives them his sight back to see their he firstborn said that he child. Was granted some mercy, right. even in this. Look at that. It was now okay. So then, since it's your number one, what did you learn about romance? Psychic connections, baby. You already know that. You've already been saying that. That's what I learned. But you've I been learned. saying that from the beginning. I haven't said that about any other novel. Yes, in a way. No, not psychic connections. How are you defining psychic connection? I'm saying your psyche is perfectly aligned with other person's psyche. Pathos, but there's nothing you can do. Your telos, that just is your purposes. Pathos, telos, ethos, they all align. It's like this perfect jigsaw. But that is just something that is or is not. That's not something you can do. That's not something you can. Well, I don't know that psyche has been a thing that I have talked about in any romance novel. No, you haven't said those words. Right. And it means something different than anything else I've said. Yeah, it's is the first one. I wish I couldn't find where that was, where you, she when said. When I said psyche, you were like, yes, this is true. Because I wish I had that line, but she says something like, we are the same. I mean, I've said it. We are the same kind of people. Right. And I was like, yes. Like, mm-hmm. even if you're like, you don't feel like you are psychically linked or connected or similar to anybody like that they are. So I agree with you on that. That is true. And you don't get that in any other novel that we've read. I dare say you don't get it from Pride and Prejudice. No, you don't. You really don't get the interior This is more interior life. And in the sense This is more romantic than Pride and Prejudice. The interior life touches on what the religious people would call the interior life. This does. That's what I'm saying. So that is something that's very different from any other novel that we've read. We don't get the sense that their souls have a certain connection. Right. Because they don't even talk like that. Well, they don't don't have to talk. They don't don't have to talk. First of all, there's no talk in this about souls. But there's a lot of talk of like higher power like different yes. ways of existing in the world but i think i think there's i think you take that away you you then you take their soul away then all it is is material and then it's just i'm attracted to dr river pena so i'm gonna have sex with him and then we're gonna fall in love and that's what it is well it worked for them different well, people need different things no everybody's got a soul right but it I mean, your soul. If you believe in a soul, another, your soul can meet another soul in different ways. No. Yes. No. Well, we'll see as we continue to read. I, I think your soul 
meets another soul, and it and it either happens or it doesn't. And I think a well, lot that's of, what I was saying. So is that romance? Because that is. Just, I think it that just is, is that's that love. Is, that that's is the, the higher. To, that is the key to romance. Because everything else is so easy, and material. Maybe this it's is the what hard I've part. been saying because I always say this it's not the, the it's not the trappings because it's actually the the like it's like something deeper that shows that you right. understand and like I mean maybe I wouldn't say it quite so much of like see and understand the soul of the person but you you like know mm-hmm. and so it it's not any one like gift or thing like that that doesn't that's not what romance is so maybe. Maybe you're right. I don't know. Hmm. I don't want to admit what that. What did you get from it? I mean, I don't know if I got anything new from it. You didn't get anything new. I do think that it is the best expression of what I think love is of any novel we've read. Hmm. It made me But think you didn't think it was romantic? It was in the end. It was. I, I, it's weirdly that I thought that the end, even though he was like all, I thought it was very romantic that she would go to him and find him mm-hmm. without being able to see and just like at his lowest point and she'd be like, of course I will stay with you. Mm-hmm. It's not a sacrifice. It's what I want to be with you. And that in doing that, she like is, can even help him see himself that way not again. She is diminished. She is. Yeah. Increased. And that their love does that for each other. Like it makes them better. That's the mystery of it. And right? and just in general that phrase about being as free as in solitude when you're together it made me think of that conversation I had with my sisters like coworkers and they were talking about how like the secret to marriage is to like be apart. Mm-hmm. I was like, not me. I like want to be with Peter all the time. And they're like, what? They thought I was joking. And I was thinking like, not really. <laughs> I'm really not joking. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, I did. I did think it was like that expression of love that doesn't rely on the person being perfect. or mm-hmm. So maybe it's You the excited best. for Wuthering Heights? Maybe Wuthering Heights will turn out to be the best of all. You of think? Them. I mean, the things Wouldn't that, that be like funny. It w- would be shocking. How, to how me. much I hated it. In like high me school. too, though. Like it was. I just remember hating reading it. Yeah. But then I'm like, I don't really remember anything except the moors and him like yelling or something in the moors, like for her. There's a lot of moors. That's like all I remember. So I'm like, maybe there's more to it now. I mean, you read this and you loved it. I mean, it has vaulted to the top of yes. 20 novels. Well, it's definitely better than Pride and Prejudice. Which had been your standard. Yeah. I mean, there's just more interesting stuff. There's more irony. There's more stuff better I would have never than, expected. Better, so better than, yeah, because you said Pride and Prejudice was Pride and Prejudice than, is more like a Henry James novel in the sense that, like, yeah. it's done by a genius of emotion. Like, you, yeah. she really understands, like, well, she has a particular. I was going to say she has a particular like concept that she wants which to is, explore, which is sort of like what Henry James reading some Henry James is like. It's like interesting. There's not a whole lot of irony because you're like, oh yeah, that's true, that's true, that's true. Yep. But then you're not like 
ever saying, oh, I didn't expect that. You're like, oh, I would kind of expect that. That makes sense. That's what this person would do. This is full of unexpected twists and turns. Well, this is like plotted. I mean, there's like all kinds of things happening in this novel. And it takes you all the way through her life. And she has a much more like traumatic life than Lizzie. Mm -hmm. Um, So, okay. So the classics are still winning for you. Surprise, surprise. I don't like that many modern. I know, but still, it's always hopeful. I told Davina about her podcast. Davina, uh-huh. yeah. She looked it up. Why did she? She's Davina? excited. Oh, I had like a Zoom with her and Mandy, and Davina and I talked after the Zoom ended, and we talked about romance novels because, you know, she really likes romance novels. Oh, she does. Uh-huh. And uh, so we talked for a long time, and oh. she looked it up. Yep. We're good. All right. Well, what are we reading next week? All right. So we are not going to go classic, but we are going to go kind of old school romance. Mm -hmm. We're going to read A Kingdom of Dreams by Judith McNaught. Ooh, McNaughty. Yeah, we're going to read a McNaughty. It's kind of long, but I think it will be a lot easier. A Kingdom of Dreams? A Kingdom of Dreams. It's also medieval, and I don't think we've read a medieval romance yet. Mm. Interesting. As long as there's nothing like the Outlander, I think I'll be... I don't think it's like that. There is a scene that could trouble you, but it's not anything related to anything like that. Well, we'll have to see. But... I mean, she does have, like, I reread a Judith McNaught while you were gone in the midst of reading this. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm not going to lie. There was one scene where I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that's even in the (laughs) the novel. Well, this is our longest podcast, so by far. Well, there was this book. There's a lot. We could have done probably two parts on this novel. for sure. Um, But so A Kingdom of Dreams. So so she's more proof that this is better than all the others. All right, until next week. Next week.